Hey guys, it's Matt here, and I got a story for you. When I was a kid, I was playing hockey, and oh man, there was this one year, this one team, we could not beat these guys. They were all over us, they were competitive games, though they were tight, but we just could not beat them. And I remember the last game of the year, it was up against this team, and we were gearing up, we were like, we have to get these guys. When we won that last game, it was so satisfying, because we finally got the victory over the team that had dummied us, that had dominated us for so long. I think this is the same thing with sexual brokenness, with sexual sin, where there's been brokenness in our lives and the enemy has come and taken ground and he's dominated us for so long, but we get to make a difference. We get to be part of a message and a a mission of freedom. It is such a cool opportunity. So I want to invite you, men and women of any age, to be part of the Action Squad. The Action Squad is something that we're putting together right now. We're looking for 100 people to be on the Action Squad. There's going to be some competitive nature to it. There's prizes. And we're going to work together to help produce a documentary that is literally going to change the world. We're featuring stories of sexual brokenness, of people who have been restored and redeemed, reconciled to God and to people in their their lives. And we're going to feature these stories in this world-class documentary that will be a resource for churches to host movie nights, for small small groups to watch together, for families to watch and be inspired by. And it's going to highlight the problem in the church, but also show the, the power of God that is at work when we bring this stuff to light. And so if you want to be part of the Action Squad and help us put this documentary together, I would love for you to go to restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. You can watch a 10-minute video there that I put together on what it can look like for you to join us in this mission and be part of putting this documentary together. So restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. Hope to see you there. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Pure Victory Podcast. Hope you guys are keeping well. Thanks for checking in again with us this week. And I know last week you might have been listening and you heard uh, the great story from Brittany Delamora. This week, we're so excited because we have her husband on, um, Richard Delamora. And Richard, thank you so much for being here. We are really excited to chat with you and kind of get your perspective um, on, on this particular story, but not only that, in marriage and in life and, and other components too of what we were wanting to kind of unpack with you as well. But to introduce you, you guys are um, running your own ministry called Love Always Ministries, and you're writing a book, right, Richard, called a Call to Purity? Call to Purity, yeah. All the purity, right? And um, really appreciate that. And that'll be a great resource that you're checking out. Uh, you should check out as well um, if you're listening. And also, Richard, you're a pastor. So yep. it doesn't sound like you're busy enough. You got to be a pastor too. <laughs> and we appreciate that. I mean, uh, the work of the ministry is so important in whatever role that is. And um, we love pastors. So thanks for doing what you do there as well. Yeah, thank you, guys. It's such an honor to be on your guys' show. I'm excited for today. I know God's yeah. going to be powerfully. We have some fun today. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've been looking forward to this for a long time. So you have a unique story just in the fact that you married a girl who used to be in the porn industry and she's not a product of that. She's a product of God's grace as you talk about a lot. We'll get you to share on, but can you just share about how, how did that happen? Like the first time that you met her, the first time that you heard about her, how you fell in love, how did you reconcile her her past? Yeah. Well, the first time I met her um, was through a good friend of mine named Albert. And it was just a casual hello, because I was actually dating a girl at that time. So, you know, I wasn't trying to look for anybody, but I just said hi to her. And then 
soon enough, she went to our young adult ministry and I was actually running the young adult ministry. And I would just remember her just showing up faithfully every Friday, um, you know, sitting down, listening to the word. And then, you know, she wanted to make the next step and she wanted to get involved. So, you know, wherever I go, I pretty much saw Brittany. And the thing about Brit is that, you know, my wife, she had, she has such a light about her. She just glows with so much radiance. So it's like, man, it's like, I see her everywhere, smiling, greeting on Sundays and on Fridays, jumping up and down in worship. And it's, it's such a beautiful thing. And, um, you know, and in all honesty, I didn't even know that she was in the porn industry. So I just seen this girl. I'm like, man, this girl loves Jesus. You know, she's over here yeah. jumping around, wants to get involved. Like, this is awesome. So, you know, we got involved. Um, I met her you know, through my friend. She got involved in the young adult industry. And then from the, I mean, the, the young adult ministry. And then from there, we just became friends. And, um, you know, she was just a good friend of mine. And we were just doing ministry together. And then um, long story short, you know, the girl that I was dating, we ended up breaking up and um, just, you know, later down the line, you know, Britt and I, we just became friends to becoming best friends. And then from there, you know, we got in a relationship and the rest was history. Right. And, you know, one of the, one of the most exciting times I think for any new relationship is that, that early stage of dating, right? It's so fun. You got the butterflies, you you have these, um, you know, sweaty palms when you see, you know, that it's just great stuff. Right. And also part of it is, is, um, you're, you're learning about each other, right? You're, you're asking questions, having deep questions about maybe faith, past history, family, whatever else, as you're going through that process and you start to learn a little bit more about Brittany, what was happening for you? Cause I mean, Again, yeah. this might, I don't know if it was a big bombshell for you that, that dropped when you started to learn this, but how did you navigate that and how did you keep moving forward um, in the yeah. relationship? Yeah, it's, well, let me, let me talk about the first time I found out she was uh, an ex porn star. She's in the adult film industry. The way I found out about that was through my cousin, awkward, because she's like, oh my God, <laughs> that girl so-and-so. And I'm like, wait, how do you know her name? You know oh, what I mean? Oh so yeah, it was an awkward moment with one of my relatives. I love it. But um, um, anyway, so from there, you know, I started to understand her, you know, her past. And like I said in the, uh, what you said earlier, you know, I saw my wife as a product of God's grace, not her past. And um, anyway, so when we did start dating, that was one of the awkward conversations that needed to have uh, happen. And that's really talking about her past. And it really came to my heart one day um, to talk about that with her because I truly believe if her and I were going to blossom, if we were going to grow with each other and we were going to be effective for God, then we need to talk about our past. And I think sometimes we avoid that conversation because we don't want to hear maybe the dirtiness of it or we don't want to hear, you know, what our partners, you know, their sexual past history but I, re- I truly believe that, you know, if we want a greater destiny, that we need to understand our, each other's history. Because the more we understand each other's past, we'll be able to move better in the future. So when we had this conversation, um, you know, I prayed about it. And if you're listening here today, maybe you're like saying, wow, like maybe I need to bring up my partner's past and just ask them, okay, first off, pray about it. Okay. Just don't do it out of randomness. Right. How many partners have you had sex with? It's like, <laughs> it's down, you guys calm down, like pray about it. But, um, you know, I, I remember this day, it was a Saturday morning. Um, I took her out for coffee and we hung out and I asked her, I said, you know, I just really want to ask you a question. Like, 
you know, when it comes to, you know, your past, how many movies were you in? What magazines have you done? Like how many magazines have you done? And I was just asking her all of these questions and it took her by surprise. And I remember her like looking at me in shock and all like, are you serious? Like you really want to know? And I'm like, yeah. So she, you know, opened up and told me and I was just so grateful that she did because the moment she opened up her opened up and talked to me about her past what she had to understand was it was actually freeing both of both of us and it was liberating for us because whenever that you know those pasts might come up in the near future it wouldn't bother us because we've already talked about it and i truly believe the the way that our past can lose its power is if we learn to open up Mm. And I think sometimes we don't do that enough. So we hide and whatever, whatever you hide, it ends up expanding and growing. So what I wanted to do is I already wanted right off the start to cultivate a a deep, intimate, intrinsic relationship by us being honest with each other, because there's nothing worse than being in a relationship where you have to perform. And with Brittany, I wanted her just to be her and understand that I love her past present and all and I wanted to show her that my love for her was far greater than her past and that I see her as a powerful woman of God and I honor her and I think from there our just relationship started to grow and blossom but we first had to have you know that those those hard conversations that led to a great breakthrough for our for our relationship yeah there's that maturity there the obviously godly maturity that you had and understanding you had to talk about it but there's got to be also just a confidence that you had like mm-hmm. like was there any was there any hint of insecurity in you just thinking about her past or um you know some people it's like well maybe i won't be as good or maybe yeah. she'll think about different people or whatever yeah no i just think god gives you the grace to be with certain people and god yeah. gives you the grace and the anointing to do what you're called to do and I've had it where I had friends of mine say, man, I can never marry someone like Brittany. And I'm like, cool. Cause there's a guy named Richard who wants to marry someone like her. <laughs> I'm glad that's not you, you know, respectfully, but you know, I just feel like God gives you the grace and the confidence to be able to be with someone like that. And, you know, guys, I'll be honest with you. I have, I've had so many stalkers, so many times where people would send me her past photos, you know, and call her just outlandish names. I remember this one time on Facebook, somebody, you know, put this, um, you know, just a photo of her with another man and said, you're going to marry, this is the whore you're marrying for the rest of your life. And they pretty much hijacked my Facebook where all my friends and family um, could see it. But no matter what people threw at us, it didn't affect me because I've had that conversation. So when it comes to her past, whether it's, you know, sexual, whether it's, you know, what she did in the industry, and all, all honesty, it didn't affect me because I, I felt, I, I really believe that when it came to Brittany, that, you know, my love for her was greater than her past. And I'm not going to let her past stop me from being with the woman that I love and adore. And, and yeah. you know, it's like, man, I'm going to go to bat for that. And I feel like that is a great representation of Christ. You know, I only could imagine if God sees us like, oh, like, I don't know if I can go and help that person or help my child because of their past. No, like God loves us. Like there's nothing that's going to separate the love of our father. And, and I don't know, I just, I just want to be a man of God that knows how to love someone deeply. And I want, I don't want my love life to be shallow. I want it to be deep. I want to be the type of man to my wife to know that, you know, I'm here for you, love, because, Mm -hmm. 
I just think so many times marriages are so shallow that, you know, we're only with each other when the sun shines, but when the storm hits, it's like, where are you at? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and now I'm going to be that type of man that's going to be there for my wife. I, I want to go through the dirtiness with you, but I also want to hang out on the mountaintops with you and, and I want to do it together. Right. I love it. I, so, yeah. I can just hear, you know, God's kind of hand upon you, Richard, and, and working in your life. This is the things you're sharing really, I feel are are product of what God's worked in your life and yeah. the intimacy that you share with Jesus and, and being able to see Brittany in the present, not yeah. looking at the past and seeing, Hey, you know, as you're dating her and, and moving on, you see, she loves Jesus. She's moving towards him. She's growing in her faith. Absolutely. She has community around her. You saw the things that mattered and it yeah. wasn't the past that dictated her present for you. Yeah. And yeah, that's so powerful. And um, just a great message. And uh, one of the things we do understand, though, even so, like doing that in marriage, we, you know, we, we come into marriage with, uh, I like to say, a suitcase, our own suitcase yes. of stuff that we're bringing in. Absolutely. And we have it, right? And how did you guys um, kind of navigate building an intimacy with each other? Um, yeah. You both have paths, pasts, but how did you do that um, so that you, that became an area maybe of strength or an area that you, you, you found um, kind of support in each other's arms, so to speak. And I don't mean just sexual intimacy. We, we talked about this more, you know, emotional, spiritual, all the aspects of intimacy. Yeah. I think um, for us to allow our marriage to grow in a deep, intimate way, is it was cultivated through conversation. And my wife and I literally, like, that's my best friend. Like, I at work, I'm calling her all day bugging her and sometimes you're like babe i'm hanging out with the baby and i just want to talk to you and say i love you girl like i just (laughs) but i just um her and i we're just best friends and we talk about everything you know so i just think in order to create such an intimacy it goes with calm it has to start with conversation you know And and it's just like us right in our conversation with god if we want to grow in our relationship with God, what do we got to do? We got to hang out with God, right? We got to be in his presence. We got to pray. We got to worship because that's the way that we get into his presence. And for Brittany and I, it was just through conversation. So um, even when her and I first met, like, man, me and Brit would talk for hours on the phone and, you know, we would just dream about things. We'd have visions and goals and aspirations. And we would just talk about things that we want to do. We still do it to this day. Like, the other day we started, you know, she was like, man, I had the plan for this. I'm like, come on, girl, like, let's talk about it. So I would just sit there and listen to her. And um, I just really believe the way that we grew and just that intimacy is through conversation. And um, I think it's kind of challenging in the world that we live in today because uh, we don't converse anymore. You know, we don't sit down and just talk to each other anymore. You know, I really believe I'm going to keep going back to this, but I really feel like a lot of the times our conversations are shallow. It's like, hey, this is what I'm going. How's your day? My day is going good. But really, really not talk, going in a little deeper. Like, how are you really doing? You know, how are you doing, love? Like, you know, how, what's going on? Or how can I support you? How can I help you? And I just think the more we sit down, we sit down and have a conversation with each other, I think the more we start to grow in maturity, we start to grow in grace with each other, and we start to grow intimate with each other. So I would say through conversation. Yeah, it's so true. And you know, some people are scared of conversation because we don't want to open up or we have shame and we don't want to, we don't want to be exposed. Uh, uh, Maybe sometimes we're scared to have conversation because we don't want to know the other person and, and their past. 
but I'm, I was thinking about when people were sending you pictures and that person put something on your Facebook, uh-huh. I bet like what the enemy meant for evil, God turned it for good. I bet. Did you feel more protective over her? Like, did it even do a I positive did. thing? I did because we talked about it. Yeah. Right. So what, you know, my whole thing is, is that I gave Brittany this analogy. She's like, why are we talking about this? Cause I said, babe, I want to take the bullets out of the gun of the enemy. So he has nothing to shoot it, shoot me with. Cause love it. like, Oh, you're talking to me about your past. Oh, I already know about it. Like the, I have the funniest one. You guys, some guy hit me up the other week and was like, did you know that your wife is an ex porn star? <laughs> I'm like, Oh my gosh. I didn't know that I over five years now, but um, what did I do? Because we talked about, about it. It doesn't affect me. And I just think, this is the reason why I really believe it's so important, you guys, that we converse, we talk to each other, we open up and have a talk with each other. I, we always like to say we like to keep it hot, honest, open, and transparent. And that's how me and my wife do. So when that person right. sends me that, or when I get them a lot, I mean, I got last week, I got, I got another guy send me videos and photos and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, dude, this is so irrelevant. It doesn't like, it doesn't even bother me. Like, what do you, what do you do? But Sometimes though, when those people do send me those things, I like to sit and say like, thank you. And I've been trying to cultivate that more because whenever somebody reminds me of my wife's past, it reminds me of what God brought her out of. And I think that every time the enemy tries to throw something at me, I throw something right back at it. You know, oh, look at your wife with this man. I'm like, yeah, but look at my wife saving all these people from the porn industry. Yeah. Oh man, look at this video. I'm like, yeah, but did you watch this video of my wife ministry and all these people getting saved? How about that saying? I'm sorry. So like, okay. I'm pretty quick now to like, you know, and I just think I just remember everything that God brought her out of and it's just, it's beautiful. So it doesn't really affect oh, me. Good. So yeah. good. Yeah. I hadn't talked earlier about your intimacy and obviously like it's apparent, so obvious that you have intimacy with Jesus, but can you talk to that just about how do you, how do you cultivate intimacy with him every day? Yeah, I, I set an appointment with him every morning at five o'clock in the morning. It's a non-negotiable for me because, you know, the reality is, is that as just, you know, people, we, in our, all of our lives, it, it can become so hectic, right? You know, we have work, we have things to do, you know, if you have kids, you got to take care of your kids. But for me, I've just learned to set an appointment with God every morning at five o'clock in the morning. And what I do is um, I open my Bible right now. I'm in the book of first Kings. So I sit and I just read one chapter and I really try to digest and meditate on it. Cause I think oftentimes what happens is like, we'll read a couple of chapters, but then if I ask you, so what'd you read today? Like, could you tell me what you read yeah. today? And yeah. I think sometimes it's like, you know, we just want to check in the box. I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, so today, you know, I was reading first Kings and I was reading Psalms 24 about, you know, how can we enter into the holy place? And God said, and and this is David speaking. He said, you know, we have to have clean hands and a clean heart. And, you know, we don't worship idols and we don't tell lies. So that ministered to me this morning, like, gosh, God, if if I want to be in your presence today, God create a clean heart in me. Let my heart be pure. Let my hands be right. In other words, let my actions and motives be right. And God, if there's anything that's, that's, that's on the throne of my heart, that's not you, could you please change that and please forgive me? So right there, I'm just like, I'm reminding myself and cultivating that. And I do that all day to day by meditating on it. So, you know, so is that, this is exactly what I read this morning. So that's how I create my intimacy with God. And as I sit there and I just, 
you know, listen and I'm sitting there and listening to these words. And then from there, it just really creates that close proximity with God and I. You know, these are such tangible, practical things. And, you know, building um, intimacy with Jesus and, and the work of practicing God's presence, you know, I think these are things that are just so vital. And, you know, we yeah. can see how important it is in your life and your marriage. And it's created um, a heart for each other that is just is very evident. Um, now, speaking to that, too, if there's a couple listening here, how would you coach them so that they can maybe share about their past in a loving way, create a space so that they can talk about it? Because sometimes there's, there's a lot of muddy waters, there's a lot of deep waters that people have a hard time getting into. Maybe their spouse doesn't know fully everything. How do you create an environment so that you can share in a loving way and, and offer that invitation to your spouse? You know, I would first off pray about it. And I would ask the Holy Spirit to guide you because that conversation isn't always easy, especially if the person hasn't really dove into their heart. And the reason why I say that is because oftentimes when you haven't had that conversation, shame could get the best of them and they're going to close up and there's going to be a wall that's built. So first I would really just pray and ask God. And then from there, I would just have the Holy spirit lead you because there is no formula for it. You know, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, Hey, so today I want to talk to you about, you know, your sexual past. And it's like, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just think, I just think that there needs to, there has to be like God guiding you know, your steps on that because if not, Oh, it's, it would be kind of tricky if you try to do it in your own strength and in your own words. And I don't know if it would come out right. I think that so many couples out there, they don't know where to start. And I think just the heart that you're sharing about praying about it, going to God first, and then having some understanding through that so that, you know, you, you see your spouse in a way that God is wanting to show you so that when you come there, you, you do it in a way that's God led instead of, you know, tell me everything, 10 top 10 things that you did or whatever else, right? Like it's, it's more of a loving approach. And so I appreciate yeah. your, your thoughts on that. for sure. Absolutely. And I would even say to yourself too, before you do that, pray and ask if you're ready for that. Yeah. Let's be honest here. Yeah. What if they tell you something that you don't want to hear? Yeah. Now, now you're like, oh my gosh, did you really do that? Or wait, wait, with who? Or yeah. I'm, I'll almost say it like this. What if they had sexual intercourse with one of your friends back in the day? She never told you. Yeah. Yeah. So are you ready? Now it's going to be an awkward conversation. Now when you, when, when, when that guy comes around, it's going to be awkward. Or when she comes around, it's going to be very awkward. So before you really talk to, you know, your wife or, you know, your husband or just whoever, just make sure you're ready to have that conversation. Yeah. And one it's quick question. Backfire. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, sir, Richard. One quick question to that too. Is there a line like of how much we should share? Like as far as say details or, you know, I, like I said, I would just really ask the guidance of the Holy spirit on that one. For me, I had to go there. I'm going to just be real with you guys today on this podcast. I had to like, for instance, I'll, I'll, I'll share with that, what that conversation looks like. Hey babe. Did you do like an, an X movie, a double X movie or triple X movies? Like, I just want to know just so you, I just put it out there. Like, just, just shoot me now, babe. Just, just go ahead and just hit me. It's going to hurt me a little bit, but I'm going to get back up. And she yeah. told me, she said, I did these movies, this type of movie, this type of movie. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, all right, cool. I needed to hear that. And 
I'll be honest with you, it hurt at the first time because I'm like, dang it, you know what I mean? Like, those are out there. But I'm like, it is what it is, man. You know, the the, the more mess we make, the more miracle God gets to produce. So I'm like, cool, whatever. Amen. But it's like, I, I, I had to hear that. And I just think with some people, though, be careful because, you know, some things that your partner might tell you, maybe you don't want to hear because maybe you're not ready for it or out of sight, out of mind. So like, if like, man, if you just don't tell me, maybe it's not going to affect me. I just, everybody's different is what I'm trying to say as well. We're all different. We're all wired differently. But for me, especially what we do, you know, um, podcasts, books, preaching, I need to know this because I get hit a lot. You know, um, I get hit a lot in the media. I get hit a lot when it comes to people. So I, I need to kind of have a heads up on this because this prepares the battle for me. It's actually like trains me, you know? So it yeah. just really all depends on what you want to open up and what could you handle. <laughs> right. But you know? it, it is true though, that there's a principle there, right? Like you had to know because of, you know, the media and your, your, your work and all that. Uh-huh. But you also had to know because of intimacy and the more we can be open, the more intimate we can be. Yeah, and it is true what you're saying and be careful. But I just think man, there's such opportunity there to love yeah. the other person, no matter what there's yeah. opportunity there to be, to be rooted in the Lord and, yeah. and, and not be shaken by the wind. Right. No uh, matter what happens. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. But yeah, yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a struggle, but just be very wise and, you know, talk to God before you do it. Because I mean, it could look like for you a place of healing, but it could backfire and it could be a place of where it might create an insecurity in you. Mm. Yeah. So that's why you just have to be very careful. I'm secure who I am. I know who I am in Christ. So when she said that, I'm like, okay. I heard a story, Rich, that you were telling about the first time that your parents ever heard, <laughs> ever heard Brittany, uh, Brittany speak. Yeah. You know, so my wife and I, or Brittany and I were talking and this thought hit me. How am I going to tell my mom and dad yeah. when I am <laughs> dating an ex porn star? Okay, that's not a normal conversation you can have <laughs> with somebody. And my wife is just not a regular adult film star she's well known you know yeah she's on all magazines um i think maxim put her as like top 10 hottest porn stars in the world i mean my wife is pretty well known so i'm like how do i have this conversation and let me tell you my, my parents are christian and my mom devout christian okay my mom type of woman you see her in the morning she's reading her bible after that she's watching joyce myers or you know listening to one of her favorite preachers so this was not an easy conversation to have and that's where i'm like god i'm gonna need your help on this one because i'm pretty witty with words god but i'm not that witty on this one because yeah. uh, uh uh i don't know how to i don't know how to word this god and the words want to get out so i remember just having that conversation with god and you know, my parents told me, Richard, you know, we're coming down to San Diego in a week or two. And I said, Hey, that's going to be great. But what I didn't know was, well, I knew that my, uh, knew Brittany was speaking at the time in our church and testimony, but I didn't know what the day was. And it so happens that the day that she's speaking is the day that my parents are coming into town. So I'm like, of Oh, <laughs> God. yeah. But then the thought hit me like, Oh, this is great. 
because maybe just maybe I could ask like right after service, what did you think of her? You know, because it, it could really help me. Like this could go really good for me or it could go really <laughs> bad for me. So anyways, my parents are in the front row listening to her testimony, how she got involved in the porn industry. And then my wife shared about, you know, her being pimped and all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's going there. And I'm yeah. like, oh. anyways, Brit just, goes out exposes everything right awesome so service ends my parents are in the lobby and i go to my mom and my dad and i said so what'd you think of service today and they're like oh worship was great i'm like yeah so what did you think about britney's story and then my mom was like you know what i really like her and i said wait what she said i really like her and i said why mom just because look at god's grace son look at what god can do if god can change someone like her he can change anyone like this she is a walking miracle she has such a sweet spirit on her and i'm like man that was in such an awesome testimony i love service today and i was like dad uh -huh. what do you think because he was like yes yeah, and i thought it was incredible man like, her story was wow like her story really moved me and i'm like Yes, this is amazing. So I'm like, cool, that is awesome. I didn't say that we were dating. So later on, I'm like, hey, so the girl that you know you saw today, her and I are kind of talking. He goes, my mom and dad were like, really? And I'm like, yes, really. And they're like, well, I like her. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, yeah, like, like you're cool with me dating her? And she's like, you know what, Richard? Yes. I asked my mom, mom why do you like her? And she said, son, the reason why I like her is because she's been broken. And I said, broken? And she said, yes. She said, Richard, brokenness is attractive. She said, Richard, a broken woman is not a liability, but a broken woman is an asset. And you have to understand, Richard, since she has been broken, Rich, she understands the depth and the grace of God's love. So I know, son, if she understands God's love, I know she's going to love you well. And I'm like, wow, mom. I was like, that was actually really good. I'm like, thank you. She's like, son, I love her because she's been broken. And when you're a broken person, there's this sweetness that comes out of you. It's like the alabaster jar. It needed to be broken in order for the perfume to come out. And I really believe, Richard, with her life, that brokenness just lifted and that brokenness brought fresh aroma to your life. And I really believe that she's going to be an asset to your life and she's going to be a good girl for you. And I'm like, glory to God, you gave me a sermon at all. I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> like, you know, so the rest is history from there. But then it got, did get awkward at one moment. My dad's friend knew who my wife was. And it was kind of an awkward moment. And he was just telling me like, son, like, like how do I go about talking to people? Because uh, one of my friends kind of know who's, who's your wife is. And I said, dad, just be honest. Don't be ashamed. Yeah. Just be honest. Yeah. That was her in her past, but that's not her now. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman. So and I said, cool. dad, don't give the enemy that much power because the more you put fear in her past, the more you empower it. We're not empowering that. We're going to empower God's goodness. We're going to empower God's grace. And you know who she is. And, you know, my mom and dad, Britt, they're like best friends. We're going to actually head there this week to Santa Barbara, my hometown, hang out with them for my father's birthday. And it's all love. So 
awkward conversations. But if you're listening to here today, just know God knows your heart. God hears your prayers. He will help you with awkward conversations. Just listen to him and he'll lead you if you'll let him. <laughs> I love that's it. That's what I've learned. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Yeah. I remember when we were chatting with Britain this summer, and wow. uh, and it was a video. Like now it's just audio, but it was a video, um, uh, Zoom or Facebook Live or whatever. And oh. and there were about three hundred guys or three thirty or whatever in the group. And so some of them are they're like, oh, we're chatting with the next porn star tomorrow, and they were trying to be wise, right? Use wisdom. They're like, I don't want to, you know, fall into lust. These guys are all trying to get out of porn. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, we don't want to look at this girl uh this will trigger us yeah. some of them only listen to the audio uh-huh. but i remember there were two stories i remember one, one of them was like i i'm like i'm so ashamed i can't believe that i ever went into that industry that i ever looked at Pornhub. right like was they were so impacted by watching the transformation but another guy i remember he was like i've seen her videos and he's like that I, I was hesitant that was not the same girl like i that's not the girl that i saw online and so he was hesitant to watch it but he did and just the testimony of that he was like this is amazing god's testimony or god's work in her life oh, i love hearing that because that's the grace of god y'all that's just that radical yeah. transformation of god yeah. just taking what people might reject and ostracize right and then putting it in his hands and turning it into something beautiful, man. And uh-huh. I really believe that my wife is the epitome of just God using what was broken and now literally restoring it. So I oh, love yeah. hearing just testimonies like that, man. And that's why I just really believe it's so important to have these conversations because it brings liberty. Yeah. And I just think in this like porn conversation and topic and past, we don't want to talk about it. But if we don't talk about it, we'll never get freedom. You know, yeah. we'll stay in bondage. We'll stay in prison to our sin. That's why yeah. it's so great to just open up and have this conversation. So when you hear someone like Britain in her past and you're like, oh, my gosh, why am I watching this? Like, this is, <laughs> right. What am I doing? This is dumb, yeah. you know? And I'm like, hey, man, like, you know, God has such a better plan for you, you know? Yeah. And, I just pray that our story would just be a beacon of hope to so many people. And that's what we want to do. We just want to be a ray of sunshine and just, and just help people. So whatever we can do, like, Hey, we're here to help, you know? So I, mean, I love sharing. Thank you for sharing that, that, that testimony. Yeah. Too, because honestly, that really, that really blessed me. That cool. really blessed yeah. me. Thank cool. you. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, and you know, Richard, we're so pumped to hear your story and uh, yeah. you and Brittany's story. It is so hopeful. It is, there's so much encouragement and joy there. If you're listening, no matter what happened in your past, no matter what you've gone through, maybe you feel like so much dirt, junk in your past. God's a big God. He can take care of that. And this story is just an example for you to understand how good God is, how much he loves you, how much he's with you, how much he's for you. You're not too far gone. He's with you and he can lead you out of this. And not only that, Make your life more abundant, more blessed, better than you could ever imagine because he's walking with you. He's healed your heart and he will heal your heart. So Richard, what you're sharing is so powerful. And I'm thankful you guys are sharing your story. I'm thankful that you guys, um, you know, you've worked through this stuff so that you can move forward and, and sharing this testimony of what God's done because man, it brings hope. I mean, me and Matt are just so pumped here. Just yeah, it. We're ready to go. Like, <laughs> And is there any closing words, Richard, you'd like to share um, just on that vein? Yeah, you know what? I would just say just keep seeking God, y'all. Just keep seeking God. You know, 
And when we see God, he gives us his wisdom. He gives us his grace. And the beautiful thing about God, if there's areas in your life that, you know, maybe need to be aimed at and tackled that the cool thing about God is God is so good. He takes it step by step and he wants to heal us from the inside out. And, and there's nothing, you know, better than living a pure life, you know, where, where there's no contaminations in us, where we can see right, we can hear right. And when we hear right, we do what's right. So I would just really pray that you guys would just continue to see God and have an intimate, deep relationship with him. Because when you have a deep, intimate, intrinsic relationship with God, everything changes around you, you know, how you see people, how you view people and how you view life. And I would just really encourage you to seek him because order will always affect outcome. And if you just order your steps right, your whole outcome would be changed. But that all depends if you're willing to seek God first in your life. So. so good. So good. Thanks so much for your time today. It's been so good. Such a blessing to have you. Hey, it's an honor. I appreciate you guys. All right, you guys. So thanks for hanging out today. Uh, and uh, make sure you go back and check out Brittany's uh, episode last week if you haven't heard it yet. It's so good. And uh, hey, Rich, where could people find you? Um, yeah, you guys go to our website, lovealwaysministries.com, um, our IG handles, Richard Delamora, or you can find me on Facebook, YouTube, check us out, our podcast, Let's Talk Purity, and also to Brittany and I, we do videos all on YouTube, so yeah. Awesome. Hit him up. All right. Be Let's blessed. Go. We'll chat soon. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.